know, I, I, I consider life a journey and, you know, I don't ever feel like I've quote made it um, with regard to, to that journey. It's a lifelong process of learning, growing, adapting. You're listening to Extra Innings with entrepreneur, author, and CEO, Jay Myers. Welcome to Extra Innings. I'm your host, Jay Myers, and Extra Innings is a podcast where we talk to business leaders, entrepreneurs, and folks all across the country. And folks, this morning, I am particularly thrilled to have our guest, Rob Carter, who is the Chief Information Officer at FedEx Corporation. Rob and I have known each other for a while, and uh, boy, I just can't tell you how thrilled I am to have him on the show. Welcome, Rob. Jay, it's a treat to be here. Thanks for asking me, and I'm looking forward to uh, chatting about extra innings and uh, your work. <laughs> well, Rob, you knew as a baseball nut, I'd have to somehow be able to work that into the title of uh, the show as I have my books and everything. But Rob, you and I go back a number of years, uh, you as a customer of my business uh, for a number of years, and thank you for that. Um, but I think it would be interesting, the way we've kicked these shows off, is just kind of uh, let the audience know about your background, kind of your story, and where you came from, and how you got to FedEx and Memphis and all those good things. Well, sure, Jay. I, you know, I, I think it's kind of an interesting story. It starts off with the fact that I was made in Taiwan. Uh, I was born in Taipei um, those many years ago. My father was a military officer, and I spent about the first decade of my life overseas. We moved from there to, uh, we actually stayed with my grandmother a while while he was in Vietnam, but then uh, met him in the Philippines and lived in the Philippines for several years as well. So my, my first decade was real formative in the fact that I grew up in a diverse world uh, and diversity is something that's still really important to me because I think about you know, all my first impressions where people didn't necessarily look like me or sound like me. And I certainly wasn't in the majority in those places that I lived. So um, really an interesting time there. He ended up uh, retiring at Central Command in Tampa. So I grew up in the Tampa St. Pete area, um, really an interesting place at the time to grow up. Lots of baseball down there, as you know, all of the, all the Grapefruit League spring, uh, spring teams, almost virtually all of them when I was growing up were there. They've kind of spread out to Arizona and a few other places now. But um, just a, a great, uh, great childhood and youth growing up there in the Tampa Bay area. And, uh, you know, all of the cool things that went with that and, and fishing and just an outdoor lifestyle that I really aspired to. Uh, I wound up at the University of Florida, uh, where I did my undergraduate in computer science, and then came back to Tampa to work for, uh, for the, the telecommunications company that supported the area, the company that's now Verizon, but was at the time uh, GTE. And so I spent, uh, I spent uh, several years there before I landed at FedEx and uh, began this part of the journey of my career, which has been super interesting and rewarding. That's great. So uh, I know that, uh, you know, the uh, have to talk about baseball for just a second, folks. I mean, because it is a, a baseball metaphor in the uh, title of the show and everything, but just for the uh, audience's uh, recognition here. So Rob is a Tampa Bay Rays fan, having grown up in that area. And for the audience out there, I am a Yankees fan, but Rob and I still get along really well. So want to point that out, right, Rob? <laughs> anyway, um, 
Rob, so you've had an interesting career, and you've been with FedEx for how long now? I've been with FedEx for 28 years now, so wow. um, really, uh, you know, I guess working on 29, and and um, been uh, been quite the journey. I've been the CIO for over 21 years now, so I started the CIO tenure uh, working directly for Fred Smith in in the year 2000, kind of a really uh, important year in in the transit of technology in the world and and how things were shaping up with regard to the internet and the connected world. But uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a long timer here at FedEx. Well, wow, that's amazing. So a long career with FedEx, chief information officer, you got a big job, right? And in that whole course of your journey, when you started with FedEx and then 20 plus years later, any place you can think of that there was like a turning point to where, you know, left, right, you could go this way, you go that way, inflection points, whatever you might want to call them, Rob, what you would refer to as a point that kind of made the difference in your career and kind of how you had the, you know, uh, the career path that you've had. Obviously, this past year uh, with the pandemic has been an incredible learning experience and leadership and communications and how people work and, and the power of the virtual world. Um, in fact, we talk about uh, where the digital world meets the physical world. And, you know, our company was a great example of that because we had so many people that were connected virtually doing, you know, what we would call our seated jobs. And, and then, you know, an army of people that were out there really doing the, the hardest work of delivering vital supplies and packages and healthcare and daily living needs for people all over the planet. And so that was a, that was a huge learning point, just as an example of lifelong learning, who knew that we'd be faced with that kind of thing. But there were many points along the way, you know, that were sort of breakthrough points for me. I mean, um, you know, challenges that I faced as well as successes that I had that uh, made, you know, made the difference as, uh, as my career and my life progressed. Wow. So some things in terms of uh, the struggles and things that you've had, anything in particular that, you know, being a technology, you could probably have a number of answers to this question, but Anything in particular that you kind of like look back on, you go like almost like stopped you in your tracks uh, at FedEx and everything that that just almost like uh, changed the course of everything that you were working on uh, and your trajectory going forward. I anything like just a hard stop that just was like, uh, you know, a struggle you'd, you couldn't imagine getting past maybe. Jay, I, I think it's important to, you know, when 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 I think of that question, I actually think of the life events more than the work events that, you know, caused those challenges. There was a period of time, not long after I had joined FedEx, where I became very ill. Um, you know, I missed uh, months of work and had significant surgeries. And, you know, it was, it was a redefining time for me where, you know, where I, I, I you know, thankfully, and thanks to, you know, great support, great doctors, faith, all of the things you would expect, you know, I, I made it through that and, and have been well since then. But that was a, 
that was a very difficult time where, you know, where you questioned whether or not, you know, you could proceed or would even be able to proceed, you know, and not to be, you know, too, too harsh about it, but life, you know, has a way of dealing blows that we all have to learn to overcome. Not long after that, my oldest son died when he was nine years old. And, um, you know, that's, you know, that's the kind of thing that, completely rocks the foundation of your world and, and your ability and confidence to, you know, think that, uh, you know, that the path ahead is, you know, has the potential that it does. So both of those events were huge in, you know, in basically, you know, learning to persevere, learning to reset your goals, learning to reimagine the future, because when things like that happen, you know, your, your view of the future that you've shaped, you know, prior to those events gets really radically changed. And, sure. and so, um, you know, so, so I would answer that question more so with the things from life that impacted me than the things from work. Yeah, I, I can uh, well imagine, you may know, you know, in the past, I've dealt with those kind of things myself. And, had an employee steal a quarter of a million dollars from me within uh, days after my older brother, who was my mentor, just dropped dead. And so, yeah, you just, but you've done an amazing job uh, since that time, Rob. And wow, you know, that's just, uh, those are the kind of things you got to deal with to, to kind of push forward. So as you think about your journey, mentors, who who has helped you along the way? Uh, any particular people that you want to mention that that have been a part of your life and your career that um, have been important um, to you? Yeah, there are a lot, and you know, I would you know I would definitely start with Fred Smith. Uh, you know, I've worked directly for Fred for you know going on twenty two years here, so he's been by far my longest term boss. And, and, you know, I think um, I'm sure your listeners know that, that, that Mr. Smith founded and is still today, the, the CEO uh, and chairman of the board of FedEx corporation. So he's, he's an American legend with regard to building an incredible business like this, but I, I even go back a little farther in my career um, and talk about, you know, one event in particular, I, I, it was, it was still when I was back in Tampa working and, you know, I had progressed fairly quickly. I was in my uh, mid to late twenties and um, I had this opportunity because my boss had put me up for it to move to another one of the, the, the big GTE companies that had, all of the technology and systems support for the entire enterprise as opposed to kind of the localized work that I had been doing. And I loved my work. I had such a, a great opportunity to interface with the executives at that company and had a great team. Um, and so when I went and interviewed for this other job, I turned it down um, when they offered it to me. And I got a call from from this boss to come up and see him. Uh, this was one of those things. He worked on the 40th floor of a tower in downtown Tampa. So I was going up to the hallowed executive halls and <laughs> I was a young guy. And, you know, they knew me fairly well up there. And I was going up there believing that what he was going to tell me was that he was thankful that I was staying on his team and working, you know, going to continue the job. But instead of that, <laughs> 
um, he pretty much went up one side of me across and down the other, you know, just sort of <laughs> just burning me, you know, talking about that I was, um, you know, I was way too comfortable that I was living in my comfort zone that I need to wake up and go, you know, take on this other challenge, which was a big challenge. It was very large scale systems development that was going on. And then he pretty much put a sharp shoe, you know, in my, you know, on my bottom and sent me out the door. And so I went out of there with my tail between my legs thinking, wow, I wasn't expecting that, but I did call them back and took that job um, and moved to that other company, which still happened to be in Tampa, but it was, you know, it was a completely different set of management and everything else. And I learned so much of what I know about large scale systems development support. We had a very intense, very large project that we were working on and I got promoted quickly, wound up at the age of 29 being the director for that development effort, which was, which was several hundred people at the time. And, you know, it was, it was just this um, trial by fire that I went through that shaped my career. So I still look back on Frank Zackerel, that the man that, you know, had the courage, you know, to not only push me out the door, but um, tell me, you know, that I needed to reshape my thinking with regard to my comfort zone, the potential of the future and how to, how to look at that. And so that same kind of thinking is what ultimately landed me at FedEx. I had a wonderful job doing work with that company when the call came in. And I said, you know what, I'm very comfortable here. I've done very well here, but I'm going to go ahead and shape the future by looking ahead, you know, at this opportunity at FedEx. And that's a really, uh, really critical juncture in my career. Yeah, that, that's amazing. Mentors have a way of doing that to challenge you, don't they? To, to not uh, tell you what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. And uh, what an amazing career, uh, Rob, that you've had at FedEx. And you know, I'm just so honored to have you on this show. I just, you know, I've known you for a while, but I just uh, really appreciate these personal stories. And for the audience out there, I do have to digress for a second and say that uh, shameless marketing here, but I have a new book out called Rounding Third and Heading for Home. And Rob did a wonderful cover quote for me. And I want to point out something else too, because part of the, the story of the book is this emotional journey and everything about selling the business. I want to give Rob credit this morning for this. The first customer I told about uh, selling the business was Rob and your reaction to that. I was scared to death. I really didn't know what you were going to think. And the, your reaction was so positive. I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. I've thought about that day for over two years now, almost three. It just, I, I needed to hear that. And you, you uh, communicated that so well that I've just, I've never forgotten that reaction. And, and also to have to, to acknowledge FedEx and Mr. Smith and yourself and everybody to have been so supportive of my business for gosh, 20 something years. So I thank you for that. Really appreciate it. But you said something really powerful in the book, Jay, and that is, you know, it's kind of the thesis of the book is sell the business when it's ready, not when you're ready. I mean, you had a lot of, you had a lot of trepidation about, you know, what will happen with my customers, what will happen with the business, how will this work out? And, and, uh, but uh, you had, you had a great opportunity to sell the business that you'd worked so hard to build at that point in time and recognize that value. And so it was, it was time to encourage you that, uh, that these moments don't, 
don't come along all that often. Well, that was just, gosh, I mean, just such a terrific meeting. And again, thank you for that. So Rob, uh, what's next? What's next for you, FedEx, What going forward? You've had uh, quite a run. Uh, I know that the future is still out there. You're a young guy. So uh, what's next? What, what, what do you see out there on the horizon in terms of FedEx, technology, you, all those good things? Answer any and all those questions, right? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to spend a little time on FedEx, if I can, with, with regard to this question. You know, I've talked a lot about, you know, personal experiences, but I got to tell you, Jay, the future at FedEx is so bright right now. I mean, the world, you know, has been slingshot into the future with the pandemic by multiple years. The connected world um, that is really the future is what we do for a living. Our stated purpose at FedEx is that we connect people and possibilities around the world. And through that, businesses prosper, communities flourish, and people thrive. And that is a purpose that pulls all of us as FedExers forward. We believe that it's a really important uh, role that we play in the world. And it's been evidenced throughout the pandemic, you know, all the way from the top of the stack with um, the distribution of vaccines, not just in the U.S., but around the world, down to filling, you know, people's daily needs with the explosion of e-commerce and all of the things that happened there. So we feel like we're uh, an impactful company on the planet right now. And as as the world continues to become more connected, um, we believe that the future for our company is, is very bright. The, the opportunities for us to grow and to, to lean into this world where connections matter and where you know, providing access to the world's goods and supplies in a, in a reliable and efficient fashion uh, is such an important things. So the next is really just more of that expansion, but it becomes more digital. It becomes more, you know, more about, you know, our tagline where we, where we say we're now meets next. Now meets next is a really important shift in our tagline because we are future ready. Uh, the technology that we have here at the company, we've been modernizing it. We've been making it to, to be a, a scalable solution in this very large internet ecosystem that exists out there. The numbers of transactions that we support, literally hundreds of millions of unique transactions a day, billions of discrete transactions across the day, and, and just a, an amazing set of technical interactions and, and, and technology interactions that take place to support our customers who are shipping goods, our customers who are the recipients of, of goods, our business as it operates efficiently on, on the basis of technology that pretty much is the central nervous system of the entire business. The airplanes don't fly and the trucks don't roll and the packages don't sort without that core technology infrastructure. So, so what's next for me is I'm still pretty excited about what we're doing as a company. I'm excited about what I'm doing uh, here, um, how that plays out over the, over the I, I'm, I'm not that young anymore. I'm 62, but I got an early start at this. So, you know, I still, I still 
appear to have a couple of years left in me, but uh, we'll see how that plays out. Sorry for that long answer. No, great answer, Rob. And uh, you surprised me. I didn't think you were 62. You look much younger than that. So I, I have to say that you're keeping a great shape and everything. So, um, Rob, I know you and I both have done this in the past, but for you, uh, in, in terms of, of the young people out there, to give them advice for the future, uh, you know, professional career, you know, any tips that you can give uh, the young listeners in particular out there uh, as they try to plot their career paths and, and their personal lives and things. Anything you'd like to share regarding that? Yeah. So, so yes. I mean, you know, I, I will say that you know, in spite of the fact that the world really does appreciate technical skills and business skills, everything about what we do and everything that I would attribute my success to has to do with people. Um, and so I, it wasn't that long ago when uh, one of our great board members, Dr. Shirley Jackson, who's the president of Rensselaer Polytechnical Institute up in in up in upstate New York, RPI is a legendary technology and engineering school, had asked me to come up and talk to a group of students. And one of the students asked me at that point in time, um, what's your mantra? And, you know, and, and frankly, standing there, I didn't have a mantra, but I came up with one on the spot and it's still on my desk they framed it and sent it to me as a gift for, for the talk, but it goes like this. It says, work hard, lead a balanced life, and have an undying respect for people. Um, and let me unpack that just a little bit. I mean, you know, life is about hard work, and you won't find the easy times as you go through this journey of life as those as the rewarding times. You simply won't. When you look back on your life, you'll look back at those challenges, the things you really had to strive to get through and strive to accomplish that are the things that define you and that you'll be the most proud of. In the midst of that hard work, though, never lose sight of leading a balanced life, having, you know, having all of the things that comprise a fulfilled life, great family, great friends, focus on your faith, focus on your health, um, focus on growing mentally, read books like Jay's books, you know, read, read continuously, learn continuously, but that's what the balanced life spectrum really is all about. And then at the end of all of that, make sure that you have an undying respect for people. I've grown up and lived and visited you know, so many places in the world. I've been really fortunate to have the opportunity to meet different people all over the world. Everyone from you know, people that are just doing essential tasks in our lives to presidents of the United States and, you know, and dignitaries and celebrities. And, and frankly, your ability to respect everyone across the spectrum of life. Everyone has incredible value. Everyone deserves uh, your respect. And so my mantra, work hard, lead a balanced life, and have an undying respect for people, I think is, is good advice for, for, it's good advice for me to follow. And, and hopefully it's good advice for your listeners. Oh, that is terrific advice, Rob, and really appreciate you sharing that. It just, uh, so many great thoughts there and to leave uh, for our listeners. 
Rob, I sure appreciate uh, having you on the show today. And I would acknowledge also, since we did go and talk a little bit about baseball, that your team is pretty much destroying my team uh, in the American League East right now. But uh, who knows? Maybe we'll uh, give it a run here at the end of the year. But um, Rob, really appreciate this. It's a special day to have you on this show. It really means a lot. And uh, thank you for being a part of it. Well, Jay, it's, uh, it's certainly my pleasure. And as you well know, baseball's a streaky game and the Rays came out of the gates pretty slow this year, but then got on on one heck of a burn. And, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to keep it up and, and continue to shame the Yankees, but it, it's nothing personal. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again, Rob. I appreciate it. All right. Take care, Jay. Bye now. Bye. To learn more about Jay Myers or his podcast guests, visit www.jmyersceo.com. Thank you.